Hey, Kansas City, you're listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman. On this episode, it's impossible to plan in a pandemic, especially if you're planning a wedding. Hi. Days before her wedding, Lauren Hughes darts around her Columbus Park apartment, radiating years of pent up joy. <gasps> this is not our cat. Is oh. that so funny? <laughs> I assumed it was. Right? Sorry, Her outfit, like her couch, is billowy, cheerful, and red. Within minutes of my arrival, having introduced herself and her cats, Lucy and sister, she reaches into her bedroom so swiftly I almost miss it. Is this your dress? Yeah. Lauren returns with a wedding dress, a luxuriously long white gown embellished with lace and beads. She handles it tenderly, but not timidly. She got this dress back in 2019, so by now, she knows it quite well. The original save the date for this wedding now doubles as a historic artifact. On the postcard, Lauren wears a simple black dress holding hands with her fiancé, Kansas City musician Marco Pascolini, who's performed as Mr. Marco in several local bands since the 1990s. He wears a suit. They smile at each other. Save our date, reads the card. May 30th, 2020. Lauren remembers dropping a big stack of these cards in the mail on March 1st, 2020, right before Kansas City went on lockdown. She'd been proud of the guest list. That guest list had been marinated over It was a work of art. It was a masterpiece. Within days, satisfaction gave way to concern. The couple paid close attention to news from Italy, where COVID-19 cases were spiking, and where the groom had family planning to travel for the wedding. They caught a glimpse of what the United States might be facing by May if the story played out here like it did in Italy. We figured, oh, we'll flatten the curve and we'll get married in October 2020. Their vendors were chill about the change of plans, so postponing was an easy call to make. Three weeks after the first postcards went out, Lauren and Marco sent a second batch with May 30th crossed out and a new date, October 30th, penciled in beside it. The fact that they had enough postcards for a second mailing was sheer coincidence. I bought a postcard for every guest, forgetting that guests live together. When she took her wedding off the books a first time, Lauren was actually kind of okay with it. Doing it a second time was harder. We knew we didn't wish to gather if we didn't feel safe. Neither of us could have an event where people feel nervous, even in the back of their head, or that it's worth risking your life. August was when it was like, do we go ahead with this? The couple reviewed their options. Have a quick wedding, just immediate family with masks and no dancing? Do you have a large, beautiful venue that was supposed to be for 125 people? And then you're like, yeah, let's hang out as a party of 20. Not ideal, but not the end of the world, except What if Lauren's parents, who live in Texas, couldn't travel safely? What if Marco's mom, a cancer survivor, couldn't hug her son? I mean, can you imagine 
And we did, we did imagine having a wedding, like an outdoor wedding with masks on, but like you wouldn't hug. Like would his mom like not like hug your son on their wedding day? That scenario seemed way too bleak. So much was taken away from so many people that we did have a perspective that this is the party. You know, we could go to the courthouse, we could have a marriage. This is just a party and parties can happen at any time. But to have your heart set on something and then change it and and change it, a wedding seemed sort of trivial, but I did allow myself to grieve it. After scrapping the October wedding, the couple didn't pick a new date. They didn't send another postcard. It just felt too heartbreaking to try and throw a dart at a board for 2021. It was so hard to postpone again and it be a big question mark, like just a big TBD. Cause so then it really stopped feeling real. So that's the catch when it comes to planning right now and not just planning weddings, planning anything, work projects, back to school arrangements, vacations, holidays, even ordinary nights out to catch a concert or a play with a friend. We've been at this long enough to know that the near future we make our plans around might turn out to be a mirage. But realistically, what's the option? We can prepare for the need to adapt our plans and pivot, which barely trails unprecedented in the contest for buzzword of our time. We can go ahead and make plans with gusto, shushing the little voice that urges caution, because that voice is annoying and debilitating, This is, after all, what Mary Oliver famously called our one wild and precious life. Yes, we live in a pandemic, but we do still live. The other option is to stop planning altogether, curl up with a book on the couch for the foreseeable future. But looking forward to things isn't just a want, it's a need. So we plan and cancel, plan and reschedule, plan and postpone. We believe in our plans less and less, but we plan anyway, hoping that eventually some of those plans will stick. Lauren Hughes and Marco Pascalini planned anyway. And when you plan a wedding three times, you do a lot of soul searching about why weddings matter in the first place. For this particular couple, the point wasn't to solidify their union. After quarantine and spending obscene amounts of time together in a pandemic, their union felt plenty solid already. They weren't in it for the flowers or color-coordinated dresses. It was something else that motivated them to keep trying. Hugs and clinking glasses and joy and, like, the centuries-old tradition of people, like, blessing this union. For that, they could wait. For that, they did wait. But by the time you hear this podcast, Lauren and Marco will be married. The photographer kind of forced their hand with a calendar that was filling back up. So the couple had to pick a date, their third and final date, September 25th, 2021. Over the last few weeks, because of the Delta variant, 
This thrice-planned wedding underwent a major redesign. They moved the party to the rooftop, they implemented a vaccination requirement for all their guests, and they decided to box up catered food so that people could spread out and not sit shoulder to shoulder. They reduced the risk as much as they could, knowing they couldn't eliminate risk altogether, but they were finally ready. Lauren's white gold engagement ring has faded from two years of wear, while her wedding band, having stayed in the box, remains shiny and bright. The two, finally joined together, are something old and something new. A promise and its fulfillment. I hope I'm not too late to join in the clanking of glasses. Let me just hang on. To the newlyweds, congratulations. That's it. Thanks for listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman. It's based on a column at kcur.org that's edited by Gabe Rosenberg with gorgeous photos by Carlos Moreno. Mackenzie Martin produces the podcast with Byron Love filling in this week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and review us if you want to while you're at it. P.S. I'm working on a future episode about paying the rent in Kansas City. So if your rent has gone way up in recent years, as in you used to rent a place for a price that would be unimaginable in today's market, I really want to talk to you about it right away. You can find me on Twitter at Gina KCUR, or you can email me Gina, G-I-N-A, at KCUR.org. Take it easy, Casey.